catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, April 12th. I'm Matthew Bell, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A local BMX rider and his group are putting on shows in downtown Gainesville. While there are some safety concerns, the group is entertaining the public one wheel at a time. I spoke with WFT's Macy Goldfarb, who covered the rider and his group nicknamed the Wheelie Boys. Here's Macy. For the piece, I actually just kind of got the idea from my own curiosity about these bike riders, essentially bicycle riders who I've been seeing around Gainesville really ever since I got here for school in 2019. Um, it's usually, they're, they're usually riding about uh, five or six deep uh, when I've seen them in the past. And um, they've just always been really like mysterious to me. Like who are these guys doing these crazy tricks on their bikes? You'll see them like zooming down University Avenue at 2 a.m. like on one wheel their bikes at like a 180 degree angle. It's like very crazy. So the story is profiling one of those bike riders. Um, his name is Kendrick McLawn. And I found him through a friend who also rides bicycles, but like in a normal way, <laughs> not in a like BMX style way, but, and I got in contact with him over Instagram and yeah, I ended up doing a feature on him and got perspectives from um, one of his friends, plus um, some other people um, around Gainesville who have witnessed him or his friends riding before. And um, yeah, that's basically the gist of the piece. Although McClon writes BMX, your article mentions he got a start in toy cars. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of a like what came first, the chicken or the egg situation for him specifically, because he had been talking to me about how he really likes you know, assembling and reassembling bicycles. And that's what he has always been really passionate about. And he's going on about this, telling me how his mom tells him stories of him, um, you know, taking apart little toy cars growing up and uh, uh, like eventually that translated to his bicycles. And I asked him, you know, okay, what came first? Like this bicycle, uh, the whole bicycle thing as far as like assembling them and reassembling them or, you know, actually riding. And, um, you know, he said he'd always been riding bicycles, you know, since he was a little kid, but really what first sparked his interest was this idea of, um, you know, replacing parts and assembling the bikes and things like that. And then doing the trick riding, I guess you could call it, or like the BMX style riding that didn't come till you know a lot later in his life how has the community received mclaughlin and his group writing you know that's something i was really curious about because for me of course my initial reaction every time i see them out and about or especially when i first saw them was just kind of like pure astonishment and like wonder about these guys and what the story is there because i mean anyone with a brain can like assume that that takes extreme dedication and like just of course inherent talent too but I mean they've got to be I, I was thinking to myself you know there's got to be something bigger going on here like like how are these guys able to do this and I think that's how a lot of people feel um in the community and that's definitely what I gathered um but you know there's also that other element that's 
the safety implications of it and the safety concern. And that's something I also was looking for um, when I was speaking to other people about their opinions toward everything. And so I think all in all, there's mostly this, you know, astonishment factor. Like I was saying, it's just very impressive what they do. But I think especially for people who are frequently on the road um, as drivers or even as pedestrians, there's that element that's more the, um, you know, wariness and the idea that you know, it's a little bit hazardous because, you know, a lot of what is in a way impressive about, um, you know, these young men is that they can weave in and out of traffic and almost like coexist with drivers and people on the road. So um, it's scary, like being one of those drivers and trying not to hit them um, is kind of what the consensus was. But overall, it's that astonishment too, for sure. That was WFT's Macy Goldfarb, who spoke with local BMX rider Kendrick McLaughlin. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The Alachua County Victim Services and Rape Crisis Center hosts the Survivors of Violence exhibit at the Harn Museum of Art. Survivors of interpersonal violence were invited to submit their work for the display. The exhibit will be located in the Wall Education Programming Space. The space is dedicated and used to inform guests on a number of topics. The exhibit features six artists and about 20 pieces of art in recognition of April being Sexual Assault Awareness Month. This is the fifth time the Harn Museum hosted the event, the last time in 2019. The exhibit opens Tuesday and will be available for viewing until Sunday. The trial for Florida's opioid lawsuit against Walgreens began on Monday in Pasco County. WUSF reports that the state's case relies on the allegations that the pharmacy dispensed over 4.3 billion total opioid pills from May 2006 to June 2021. The state filed the case in the county partly because the pharmacy dispensed 2.2 million doses of the drug oxycodone in the town of Hudson, a city of about 12,000 residents. Other pharmaceutical companies, such as CVS, settled with the state and paid out $870 million. The defense for Walgreens says companies such as Purdue Pharma misled pharmacies about the negative effects of the drugs. The trial is expected to last for a few months. Climate change may be affecting archaeological dig sites in Palm Beach County, reports WLRN. A representative of Lynn University says a study has found that while past sites were affected by flooding from above ground, groundwater is now seeping into sites from below. Groundwater takes roughly one to four hundred years to occur naturally, but changes in climate are accelerating the slow process. Artifacts, which are at risk of being damaged from rising sea levels, are being mapped in an effort to preserve them in future planning of surrounding areas. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.